<laughs> Welcome back, boys. Welcome All right. back. All right, let's, let's start the show. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to another episode of the Cheat Coders Podcast. My name is Raph. This is episode number 144. And I am here with my usual suspects of Don doing stuff. What's doing? And all the way in London town, getting down late every time we do this pod now. Isn't that blazing? Yo, yo, yo. Hey, wake up, cat. What's going? Wow. <laughs> wakey, wakey, hands off, snakey. I felt, I felt like um, a, like one of those ladies trying to trying to get in your pants and just keep calling you for no particular reason, <laughs> and you just don't wake up, man. I, I was just really angry. Hey, I'm back, and you're oh, back, but now you're here, and we are here live. <laughs> For the first time in open studio, yeah, you know rebrand is the brand, so we gotta mm. change it up, looking like an actual show. Mm. And I mean, we always look like an actual show. Hey, bro, as I said hey, before, I I, we have always been nice, an actual man. show. You know, this it is a show, nice. man. This is this is this is more than a podcast. Did you design this, right? Yeah, man. I design everything, bro. It's all in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> How quick uh, that lie was! Yeah, it was all me. Yeah, man. So we, are, in, in case you wall. don't know, we are in open studio. <laughs> shout outs all the way in Glendening. Shout outs to the guys yeah. at Open Source. Shout outs to everyone yeah. who has brought us to this position, to this point, right here. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We're not going to change, even though the brand is the rebrand, and the rebrand is the brand. <laughs> we still just got to talk <laughs> some <laughs> shit. So how, I just want to start. I just want to start off with how's everyone going? Doing nice. well, feeling good, feeling great. Mm. It was a yeah. It was a, it was a big week. Oh, he's very good, very great, <laughs> very wet. Wet. Jesus. Sorry. Jeez. Continue. Continue. Jesus. All right, and that's blazing. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> well, how, do you how do you come after that? I don't, how do uh, you? Come, I don't ask Don. How do you come after that? <laughs> pun with all intentions. Pun intended. Indeed. All right, sorry. This is Geek Coders episode <laughs> yeah, one. Like, sorry, we just moved on. It's because, it's because we're in the like you know it is after dark right now. It's after dark, and we usually and do. It's got, a, it's got a sensual purple, pink, mm. and that's blazing. Has that's a bigger cool. TV for himself now. Now yeah. everyone can see oh, him wow, properly. Oh, dude! Holy shit, now guys! Can, I grew. Yeah, really? your forehead just got like ten times bigger. Mm. <laughs> I mean, <Lime laughs> every mountain. <laughs> I'm pretty good. I'm tired though. Oh, man. That's good, man. That's good. So, like, um, I love your get up. That I'm done. You're ripping yeah, everything. Like the, yeah, like me. <laughs> It's like you had a nervous breakdown. I was, so and then you're yeah, like, "Fuck it, is, I'm just gonna chop stuff out of my clothes." This is my quarter life crisis. <laughs> this is your quarter life crisis. <laughs> you're, like, giving, you're giving too much credit to yourself. This is your third life crisis, bro. <laughs> just ripping That's sleeves off. My third, the third life crisis. It's like one more. Quarter. It's like how do how do I how do I appear younger? 
Let me just. Let me I just need to show off my rashy knees. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever consider it like your knees are going to be showing off, so you got to moisturize it a little bit? I was going to say that. Do you, do you maintain your knees? And he doesn't. Obviously, he's got a bandaid and shit. Well, that was from his, like his his knees, from, Nelly. That's from five, <laughs> yeah. from two thousand and three. <laughs> it's just one bandaid, as opposed to two. His knees got dilemmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i was telling i was telling Rafa earlier that like because they've you know you guys have given me that reputation of the guy everybody knows me as the guy who wears sleeveless shirts mm. so i'm just gonna lean in all the fucking way yeah man so i customized my young achievers shirt do that with your jeans as well no i bought these like this fuck you got ripped <laughs> off bro <laughs> This was who, who convinced you to wear that? Some hot chick at the freaking retail shop. No, right? uh, uh, actually, Jason Q did. Oh, he bought it for you. No, no, no. So we, we <laughs> he wanted to do a shoot for for one of his um, uh, it's like a show that he's doing called Vid Wars. Mm. Anyway, he was like, "Do you have do you do you have a streetwear?" And I'm like, "I don't, I don't know." Do you have a streetwear? <laughs> do you have streetwear? I'm like, I, I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe I do. And so like I was going through my closet and. I was like, I need to buy a new pair of jeans anyway. He's like, can you buy some ripped jeans? I went, yeah, okay, no worries. And went out and bought this pair of jeans. And Bro, now I wear them all the time because I, I'm trying to make I the know, most of them. I, I know you're them. a bit insecure, but you don't have to make up a stupid story just to say <laughs> that you bought some ripped jeans. Wasn't you, even the right terminology. Do you have a streetwear? <laughs> you can be completely honest in the podcast. We are very transparent, and I want to promote yeah. that we are very transparent this is a, on this the is podcast. Like straight up counseling. Shout outs no, no, shout outs to Jason Q. Um, he will be releasing his Vid Wars uh, series very soon, and there's an episode of Vid Wars with myself and Chrissy May mm. Valentine on it. Mm. And I just had to like, yeah, yeah act like act, act like a model. Okay, I had to pretend to be a model. And I like this echo, man. You guys have a nice reverb. <laughs> there's a bit, yeah. There's a bit of reverb. It's, it's it's the way it is, man. You people want like natural reverb in the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We don't even put it. We never put it in. What are you talking about? But anyway, now you, now they get natural reverb. You have to that's put a, that reverb. Who was it? Who was it? I think. Um, I think it was charisma. <laughs> every time, every, like, because because he's in Melbourne, we, you just we, refuse to call him Kuya. Nah, I can't call him Kuya. Sorry, bro. <laughs> sorry, 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 Chris. Kuya. Sorry, Chris. Sorry, Chris. Charisma. It's um, too hard, bro. Yeah, also, also known as front. Dot So I don't Kuya. know like, if there's a pause at the beginning because there's a full stop. Yeah. It's like, Kuya. Dot Kuya. <laughs> That's a cool way, man. I'm just going to change my um, my podcast name to Handsome Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I can get everyone to call me Handsome, Handsome Fuck. fuck. <laughs> You're listening to another episode of the Cheat Coders with handsome fuck, done doing stuff, and that's blazing. Like, like, what? what, Like, I wonder what it comes down to when people, like rappers and artists, name themselves. Like, he he named himself Kuya, knowing that people have to start calling him Kuya. Yeah, and then that's going to be weird for a couple Filipinos. But like, how do people start naming themselves? Like, how did Nats get blazing? Yeah, how did you get blazing, Mm. bro? And I feel like we've um, talked about this before, but let's recap. No, no, yeah. Um, how did I get blazing? Honestly, I thought, well, I, had, I was stuck with Nats the Pinoy rapper, which was already terrible in the beginning. Nats the Pinoy rapper. And people kept calling me that. I was like, oh, fuck. 
it's you know when you make a a, a character in a video game and mm. you've got like you know the customizations and the the names and shit and then you completely fuck it up you're like oh no this is gonna stick now and you're getting too far in the game it was right. like that it was like restarting a new character but i wasn't too far in but the actual name blazon i don't know man i just thought it sounded cool you know you're ahead of your time bro yeah why because that's the panoi rapper like and yeah, then didn't you realize that 10 years later there's going to be a Tyler the Creator? There's going to be a Chance the Rapper? Mm. There's going to be Meg the Stallion? Mm. You're the first D, bro. You were. You were, the, you were one of the first D, Ds. You know well, what? You put it that way. I'm oh, going to be one talk, of the... Just you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make people put Ds in their names. <laughs> Not even and that. A- it's going to be duh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put duh in my name and everyone's going to follow. Tyler the Creator, chance to break. fuck. You're Raff, right, man. Raff yeah. the handsome fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Raff the handsome fuck. Oh my god, <laughs> that needs an air horn. I think that needs, <laughs> that needs an air horn. <clears throat> all right, all right, all right. Let's let's let let's 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 wind it back a little bit, and let's reintroduce our podcast host, the co-host here, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, all the listeners out there. Introducing to you, Raph, the handsome fuck. Yo. Yo, and I am here with double denim Don. (laughs) (laughs) When you put the ripped jeans matching with the another tone of denim denim jacket, man, Uh, you knew it was coming, bro. When you're dancing in front of our door, bro, I'm going to put it, I'll put a video up. (laughs) <laughs> Just to let everyone know what I'm talking about, double is, denim, John. Don. All, all the projects that I, all the projects that I haven't released yet, you guys always want to expose. <laughs> I show you guys. No, 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 you have a picture. You have a picture on Instagram, bro. You know, like you, you went out with a choice to wear denim, 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 <laughs> denim, denim, denim. Oh man! And you decided that it's gonna be, denim, it's gonna denim, look denim. really cool. I did, I did put it on my Instagram, didn't I? Oh man! So, the, so. The, the reason why I'm wearing denim on denim in that photo. Oh, here's a story, right? <laughs> Jason Q put you up to it, right? No, 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 it wasn't. So it was like, I want, I want you to wear more denim than any denim that I've ever seen. How much denim have you got? How much denim do you have? Which, you know, now he's Nats the Panoi rapper. Don his Don the Don the double denim. I can't even say it. Don the double denim dickhead. Wow. You know, you know, there's the double D show. Shout out to you guys, but this guy is the quadruple D. <laughs> Don the double denim dickhead. Don the double denim dickhead. So, um, I need to make it. I need to make an Instagram page just for your outfits. <laughs> Can you tag it as? And then I'll name each one. Double denim done. <laughs> well, I will keep the dickhead part or so we could keep it li- really clean. Like yeah, double yeah, denim yeah, yeah. done, triple D's, triple D, the four D's, the four D's. You just want to one up the double D show. No, the triple D, the triple the D. Four done. D's of done. Oh, There's four man. D's of done because he has n- he hasn't he needs more D's in his life. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put we'll put the lemon button up shirt there. The lemon shirt. Oh yes. And we the need to put that there. That, that that that's probably number one on the list. And then the double denim don. <laughs> <Yep. 
ripped jeans, nilly, um, <laughs> nilly knee. <laughs> nilly knee. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. And, uh, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> like, we'll, we'll, we'll wait till the all. Oh, and also satellite hat done. Which was beneficial uh, yes. for me. I had better reception every time I was near you. <laughs> you know what? It's so fucking warm in here because I'm getting roasted the fuck out. <laughs> but I'm your outfits, man. Roasted. Someone's going to make an Instagram account with your outfits. Double denim Don. Oh, man. Selling some lechon Don right now. I'm selling some lechon Don. Because I'm getting roasted <laughs> the fuck out. All right. So let's talk about <laughs> cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what a segue. What a segue. Whoa. What a segue. <laughs> Professional podcasters at work here. You just gotta you just gotta segue to the to we the did. topics and let the conversation flow. So we did what, have some conversation topics to, to hit. Mm. So what do you wanna what, what where do you guys wanna start first? We have some topics that we want to talk about. Where do you wanna start? I'll let you guys start with the first convo and then we'll just flow from there. One of the one of the things like one of the things that we wanted to talk about was what everybody is talking about right now. What is that? WandaVision. 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 Right? Like everybody's talking about that shit because everybody's been talking about it for weeks. For the past two months, two and a two and a, two and a half months. Been talking about WandaVision. Every time an episode comes out, people are talking about it, all the theories and all that shit. It has now finally finished. The season finale of WandaVision hey. has happened. And uh-huh. spoiler alerts for everyone from this on for the next half an hour or so, we're yeah. gonna spoil the fuck out of it. So just letting you guys know. <laughs> yeah, but have you guys seen? Have you guys seen the the One Division? Yes, in its entirety. Yes, yes. What, what are your What are your thoughts, Mister Raff, as the um the resident cinematographer? Fire in my belly, <laughs> handsome fuck. Raff the handsome fuck. <laughs> What? Is that gonna stick? We're gonna try to make it stick. That's now, hilarious. You chose it. All right, man. This is the handsome fuck take. <laughs> so, no, what did you, what do you think of what did you think of One Division? Like from um, the from the start to the, to the very finale. Okay, okay, all right. I have to watch it again with the with the with a different mind. With, with the cinematographer lens? No, no, not the cinematographer lens. The lens that avoided all the rumors. <laughs> right, 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 right. The, right. I, I was there looking for that cameo. Okay. <laughs> that um, vision, the actor Paul Bettany was um, talking about, saying that there's a there was an actor he there was wanted an actor to work he wanted with. to work with, yeah. and there was a huge cameo in 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 the series. Yeah, yeah, and he. You turned that, not you turned that. Like he fooled everyone. He was trolled. trolling. He was trolling. Trolled everyone, kind of like how Kevin Feige was saying that most of the episodes towards the end will be an hour long. So <laughs> we have all these trolls. I know now not to follow these trolls anymore, <laughs> which is a good way because, like, I, I was previously saying that these rumors and these things, these castings, are really messing up the experience. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So if I watch this without those rumors, without I mean, acknowledging and expecting anything mm. of that, this is a good show. This is a really awesome show to develop a character that we did not care about before this series happened. Yeah, yeah. Like before this, I didn't care about Wanda. Like I knew she was strong. Yeah. I knew she was yeah, like yeah, really yeah, strong, yeah. and then I, I knew that she was going to be in Doctor Strange. Yeah. And potentially becoming a villain. Yeah. But I did not care about that until this whole series came about. Yeah. Now we have yeah. a backstory. Now we have this character development. Now there. we have development in this character. Mm. Now we have empathy for this character. Yes. Who can potentially yeah, be yeah. a villain. You know, I like I want to say that 
Scarlet Witch is going to be the Anakin Skywalker of the MCU. Hey. Scarlet oh, Witch is going to be what the X-Men was trying to do to Jean Grey and make her the Dark Phoenix. Mm. Like that, uh-huh. that storyline is going to be in the MCU for Wanda yep. specifically. Yeah, yeah. If they pull the trigger on her becoming a villain. If, I hope so. It, uh, I hope so too. Because uh, like yeah. one thing about a villain, if she becomes a villain, she's going to be the most compelling villain that the MCU has ever had. Yes. Better than Thanos. Mm. Better than mm-hmm. Loki. Because um, I've noticed that uh. all, the, all the villains that reoccur, mm. we get invested in them. Yeah. And they tell a story. But now we have a whole series. Mm. We have a whole Walter White type of version of this like thing going on. Yeah. Where we care about the character. And then we've done this for 10 years. It's like they were building up Thanos for 10 years to get into Infinity War. And little did we know that they were building up Wanda to be a villain like since Age of Ultron. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just really, really good storytelling. Yeah. You know, like... Uh-huh. For, for us to care about a villain is is really really good storytelling because the fact that like the fact that you kind of relate or understand Thanos's argument mm. like the world is <coughs> overpopulated if I get rid of half then you know everybody will live yeah when you're in better. when you're in traffic you're like when you're in traffic you're like Thanos is right <laughs> <laughs> If, ha- if half these, if half, if half, half these, these bitches, half these motherfuckers <laughs> are off the road, <laughs> I'd be home. Just quicker than genocide. that. Thanos had it right this whole time. Motherfuckers. I'm driving on the M2. I'm just like, man, I'm paying fucking 20 bucks for all of these idiots to be driving around. I'm stuck in traffic. Thanos, no, was, Thanos right. was right. Thanos was right. If I had the chance to click my fingers, I'd probably do it too. <laughs> but yeah, they've done that, and and, and if and I, I'm I'm pretty sure that they will make Wanda a villain as well because yeah. she has to. She was she was a villain in um, Age of Ultron. The cool thing yep. about this series is that we are kind of like Wanda. Throughout the whole journey, we are questioning questioning if Wanda's a vi- like a villain. Mm. She's questioning her motives as well. I'm not a villain. Mm. I'm a good person. That's like us watching it. No, no, she's not a villain. There's got to yeah. be a higher power. There's got to be a Miss Fisto. Or there's got to be like someone out there that, that's really controlling this because she's, yeah. not, she's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. But then you realize like she brainwashed her whole town. <laughs> she <laughs> mind fucked the whole town. Mind Out of their control. Cool. <clears throat> she was kill graving everyone. You know, like it was, it, was, it was a whole town. And knowing that she doesn't even know the, the, the how to control her powers and yeah. control a whole town at that time. Yeah, yeah. Imagine her learning all that wizardry, witchery shit, and then now the she could like she could like like control a whole fucking world, you know. Mm. So uh. she is capable of being the overarching villain. If the, if she becomes like at least one of the main overarching villains, kind of like Thanos was. Yeah. She. I, I don't want her to be a villain in Doctor Strange. I don't want that. I want her to be a villain in an Avengers movie. Yeah, like a main, main like villain. A main yeah, villain. Like a, oh, fuck. Okay, yeah, 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 I see what you're saying. And that will saying. be a cool version. To, that'll be a cool story to tell because that's kind of like X-Men with the Dark Phoenix, right? Yeah, yeah. Like she was a part of them and everyone's got this emotional attachment to this person. Yeah. And what are we going to do? Are we going to kill her? What are we going to do? We're going to try and save her? All that shit. Mm. Vision's got to die again. He's died so many times, He's got to die again. He's died so many times. Yeah, man. That poor His bastard. life's about death. 
His yeah, life is his. We should just call him cataracts. Because <laughs> <laughs> we always what? lose vision every single time we see him. <laughs> but that was the um, what's it called? That was the the name of the project that Hayward was. Mm. It was like Project Cataract. Yeah. Oh, oh see, my God. I'm a fucking genius, fuck? bro. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually know that rap? No. Serious? <laughs> I'm just going. I'm just going by my like you know my dad jokes, but. <laughs> <laughs> if he dies, the f- yes, if he dies for the fourth time, <laughs> gone. Let's make let's make one division. Not vision. Let's make one villain. Eye surgery. Yeah, man. Anyway. What's your what's your thoughts, Nats? On uh, uh, I'm not gonna repeat because like you guys pretty much said what I said. Like you know me, I love villains, bro. Um, and I once again, I she was one of the people that you don't really care about mm. in in Marvel. But now it's got me really like invested. I started watching all the Avengers movies again just because of this show because I, I really liked it. Mm. But I'll tell, I'll tell you something like food for thought. Um, I wouldn't really class her as a villain. Well, like she's in, in that sense, she's a villain. She, she can be a bad guy. She can cross over. But there's a reason why people like uh, so-called villains or as per se uh, anti-heroes. Yeah. Well, I'm not really an anti-hero. It's more of a villain. But, you know, you have you have villains where it's like, like King Joffrey from Game of Thrones, mm. he's a he's a full blown like. There's no liking this guy. There's nothing good about him. He's just evil to the core. Same with like the Joker. He doesn't really have a backstory. Or if you if you do the killing joke, then he kind of does. Mm. But there's a reason why people gravitate to like bad guys all the time is because um, if they have an element of humanity, it kind of makes them more like, you know, it uplifts them more because despite all this bad stuff that they could do, you see this glimpse of like, oh, there's a little bit of humanity in there Mm. that can sort of and back to what you guys were saying, how you can relate to it, because basically what bad guys represent is is us because as humans we are we're we're pretty much faulted and even though we don't do a lot of the things that they do we feel a lot of it because humans can get into a really dark place yeah and i think that's what really really connects like i connect so much more to like when i watch a villain i'm like yeah i get that because I'll, I'll have these really like you know dark thoughts sometimes same with like darth vader perfect example you know he comes from this place like he was a fucking jedi he was supposed to be one and he you know it's almost like a love story his arc he did it for love and then he's in this fucked up place eventually comes around full circle from his son that helped him out and i love it man it's such a good build up to wonder um me and adine we were just like binge not binging it we could have watched this earlier it's been out for a while but when was the episode that we talked about it um, after that, back. I just binged the shit. It was mm. only about like three episodes out, yeah. and I just did the whole thing. I'm like, yeah, this is a good show. You can tell <clears> yeah. from the beginning. I think it's sick. But yeah, I think that's that's why people people like her. Mm. Like, it's it's more tragic in a way as well. Because like, if we see her get to that full blown, she's like Darth Vader, the equivalent. Like, she's just mm. fucking killing people and shit. It's even more like, oh, it's so sad. Like, she really did come from a good place. It's just this. One, what's happened to her, two, this power or whatever that's been, you know, manifested and yeah. blown up. Mm. It happens to everyone. That's what life is. We're going to go through a lot of this shit um, in ourselves, but it's just, you know, in a in a superhero movie. It th- makes it look good. I think I think they were also trying to comment on um, the, like, the whole mental health thing. Like, yeah. Because she was going through grief. Mm. And sometimes when yeah, sometimes did you guys catch that from the beginning? Or oh was yeah, that it was, like, it was, it was yeah. a whole it was grief obvious, thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was like that was one of the main underlying themes of of the of the entire series. Like, but like, yeah, from it's, the first 
episode, right? It was like it was just so like it was too happy. You knew like nah, there's mm. something happening. Mm. There's, there's sure. that like denial sort of thing in there. You can see it already from mm. the first episode. That's why I want to really rewatch it again because like you'll get all these Easter eggs that you may have missed. Yeah. Sorry, bro. I cut you off. What were you saying? That's all good. But like I was, <laughs> like it, it, it like it comments on the whole um, idea of grief and how people deal with grief. Some people will go yeah. through denial and they'll just want to like kind of disregard what the grief is and then or other people will lash out and be angry mm-hmm. and, and, mm. and things like that and I think and you experience all types all of, of yeah. gr- ways of grief yeah. throughout this yeah. whole series yeah yeah. and I think and I think that's that's really good because it kind of brings to light that sort of thing and makes us think like how, what, what is the best way to deal with grief mm. and, and how do we help someone that is going through grief mm. you know what I mean because if you think about it, she lost her, she lost the Everything. her brother. She lost her, she parents. lost her parents. She lost the like you know vision twice. Yeah, third and time again. Yeah, lost everything, and then and she, now she hey, lost her about, kids. What about that white Jeez. vision? What about that white vision? He's he's out, right? Yeah, yeah. I call him Vision just to not confuse it. <laughs> Wizen's funny. Vision, 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 He's out though, right? He, he's not like from he's that Norwegian. World. He's like <laughs> he's Norwegian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's out. He's got memories as well. And then now yeah, we're going to have to find out what's going vision. on. He's practically Why? vision, but really he's got pale. He's yeah. just, um, <laughs> yeah. He needs to go out into the sun for a little bit. Yeah, that's where he went. He's like, I am vision. It's left. So in the sun. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> Where's he going? <laughs> you know, vision's real superpower is just talking. Yeah, he's got a good, he's he's a, cool act. He's a good talker. What a what a love. What a love, love is. How. He's like, ah, oh, but I'm not the real vision. I'm I'm only a conditional vision. And then he's like, I request elaboration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His power is being so eloquent. <laughs> he's even negotiated with himself. Yeah. Yeah, Instead of a battle, he's like, yo, hold up, we're we're vision. So let's talk it out because that's what we do. The ship of Theseus. That was compelling. Like <laughs> it was to make to make a philosophical argument compelling in a Marvel movie, bro. If it was any other comic book movie, they would just fight each other to the death. You know, yeah, like yeah, they'll yeah. be like, you know, like let's just fight and then break some shit. Yeah, they went to the library. It was a library. It's funny that it was a library. They like stop fighting and just had a had a talk. Yeah, <laughs> like let's it's just so talk British. This it's very British philosophical very debate, British. but like. That that's an interesting that's an interesting thing as well. Like the ship of Theseus, where it's if you take away all of the different parts, you replace the parts of the ship. Does that ship still the ship of Theseus? And if we think about it for ourselves, it's like we are constantly growing. Our skin cells will like die, die off, and, and then, then new, new ones, will, new cells will be created. Like we're not the same we? person as we were ten years ago. Yeah, technically, like even mm-hmm. physically. Yeah. Technically, but like, are does that mean that we're a different person, or does that mean that we are like who who are we? And it makes you think about like, okay, what what makes me me? Mm. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, what if if my skin cells or my bones or blah blah blah, all of this stuff, if that's constantly being like, if that's constantly dying off, and then new new cells are growing. Am I really the same person at the end of the day? Mm. You know, after like X many years of how long it takes to, to replace all of those cells. I don't have the answer for it. I just think it's a really, really interesting conversation to have. It is. Like, mm-hmm. vision. I, I can't argue with the dude. <laughs> Imagine being 
in yeah, argument with vision, a debate with vision, like yeah, Norwegian, Norwegian, <laughs> Norwegian. <laughs> to all the listeners out there, which of the which of the visions do you like better? Do you like vision? The let's call them the normal vision. Yeah. So vision, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then what? Or white vision, which is vision. Yeah, he's like Warhammer when you buy a toy and you have to paint it. <laughs> all that, all that. I just wanted to make that joke. <laughs> I just wanted to make that joke because you came up with vision. <laughs> so, uh, at the end of the day, I'm I'm glad Vision's still alive. He's a really after this, like as I said, like with Wanda. After this, I cared about Wanda. I care about Vision too. Yeah, yeah. Like they did their job well with the series to make us care about these characters. Yeah. Now I'm looking I never forward to. I care about him. Yeah. Like he's a fucking. He's practically Siri or Google Assistant. I never cared about that. I'm like you're not even real, bro. You were made somehow. Mm. Yeah, and and now. And I care about him. And now, like we care about these people. Yeah, yeah. Like Marvel's really good at making you care about things that you don't care about. man, like one of the things that I saw, so two two things that I wanted to comment on about One Division. When mm. I think it was episode eight, mm. when they went back mm. into like Wanda's memories, and there was mm. that scene when the bomb hit, mm. and they're watching the sitcoms. Mm. I was like, that was a really intense scene. And in my head, I'm like, Disney is so good at killing off parents. Yeah. Because they do that they do all, they do it all, all the time. Movies. They do it in all movies, if I could argue that. They did it in Frozen. Yeah, pre- they did it in Frozen. Freaking Up was so, so intense. They yeah. did Up. Like, oh. even the older ones, too. Like, like the, in Bambi, like, the mother gets Fossa. shot. Mm. Mufasa. Mufasa falls yep. That was actually so pretty good savage. At, but they're so good at killing you know, you know how we're going to make you care about this character? We're just going to kill their parents. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's a formula yeah, that works. They're Batmaning them. Mm. That's but what they're doing. Really. Yeah, yeah. Even in in Spider Man, the Uncle Benningham. Yeah, Uncle Benningham. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, everyone has to have someone to die. Like, yo, that's a pun, bro. You, going, but you got served. Yeah, we got to do this for little Saint, bro. <laughs> yes. We got to kill someone to that. Oh, make people man. care about us. Man. That's heavy. Yeah, man. Like out of us three, who would die to sacrifice to for the podcast? <laughs> Sorry, that was way too quick. I go dark. They got dark real quick. Man, I, I'd sacrifice myself for the pod to like you know. Raph, the handsome fuck, you know is what? gonna you don't sacrifice need, you don't himself do that because you know you'll come back like Rijin. Yeah, man. <laughs> Rijin. Raph, vision, Rijin, Rijin. I have Rijin. God, <laughs> this joke has gone way too far. <laughs> But (laughs) I just love that they sacrifice people. You don't have to care about the character. Mm. But now I'm looking forward to the next series because now it's another two people that I don't care about. Falcon and Winter Soldier. We're going to care about this. And now, Marvel, you've upped the ante. Now this is your challenge. Make me give a fuck about Falcon, the guy who just gets robotic wings and fly around, and his best friend, Bucky. Bucky. No, actually, Captain America's best friend with the, what'd you call it? The arm. The middle arm. The middle arm. So the guy with the middle arm and the guy with the wings. Metal wings. (laughs) Make me care about them. Please. (laughs) 
they're doing a good job because like they're pretty much in the last in since um end game yeah they kind of written off a lot of characters <laughs> a lot of characters have been written off and now we have, there's a whole new ba- new bunch of people that we need to care about yeah can I can I ask because you're the the guru Raf and I'm I'm so really Fire excited about my this. Belly. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty I'm like it's not really a spoiler. Um, I just I came across it in Google, but you know they're they're saying that Wanda's dad is um Magneto, like yeah. real dad, apparently. Yeah. In the comic books, he um, he's the it he's is right the father yeah. of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. And you know how the brother they casted uh they that whole recast thing they got that kid to be the speed thing mm. evan peters was yep. that? yeah evan peters and then in, in x-men he's also yeah the actor for so, magneto's son that does the yeah speed thing so the, the is there something here like is what's going are they gonna do it they're gonna that do was, a crossover right? that was a massive troll yeah yeah that was Marvel, a, was Marvel has a jokes it's not really a it's, yeah it's just a troll so it's that's a really massive a troll so when when you see uh so quicksilver or evan peters quicksilver in one division yeah. He captures Monica Rambeau, mm. right? And so yeah. she's trapped in inside the house. She can't get out. She finds out that his real name is, is Ralph, Ralph Boner. Boner. <laughs> all of that <laughs> for a Boner joke. All of that. It's pretty funny though. All, all of that. It's like your name is Ralph Boner. He's like, hey, Boner. On the surface, it, it's it's a lame joke, but. I like the joke because more? of how people perceived Quicksilver, yeah, thinking yeah. he is part of the multiverse that got the X Men people to, yeah, to be join the thing. It's the so meta that yeah. people who knows who know the background story of what, what's going on between Fox and Disney and stuff, yeah, like Marvel was like, you know what? Let's just throw in a little joke. Let's just cast these people and troll them. They've been trolling a lot of. They've been trolling me a lot. They did that <laughs> for the, the Spider-Man movie. For, us the whole, for, for the whole series, they've been trolling me a lot. Mm. They get, I think they're really fighting back on these rumors things because like, as I said before, we're finding out about these castings, about mm. these things. Now that things are leaking and a way to do that just is mess just mess with the, the with fire, audience. right? Yeah. yeah. Just own it. Uh, is there going to be a crossover there? Like that's what I'm getting. At. I, I really want to see Magneto, man. I think <laughs> I, I think I think they are going to make an X Men movie, but it's not going to be X Men. Uh, what I've heard is that they're going to be calling it the Mutants for now. Uh, yeah. The Mutants, and then eventually <coughs> it'll be X Men. It won't be for a while. I don't think they're going to ju- like pull the trigger on X Men just yet. Hmm. But I think the closest thing that we're going to get is like and of the crossovers is um, Fantastic Four. Yeah. Um. And we'll see how that goes. Um. But X Men's coming. It's coming no matter what. It's just how they're going to implement it. I just, oh man, I want to see the Black Widow movie already. I'm just, I've been waiting for Black it for Black ages. Let's hurry up and pull the trigger on the Black Widow movie. Yeah, it's coming in May. All right, let's do it. It's gonna be May. It's gonna be May. All right, sweet. That's a good talk about One Division. So I'm looking forward to seeing her as a villain. Let's hope that she does become a villain. Yeah, and I yeah, want her to be a villain. Like maybe a turning point might be in Doctor Strange, and then now we're gonna fight her off in the in Avengers movie. Yeah, let's just do that. Bad ass. If Bad if they waste ass. her villain, like if she turns into if she becomes a villain and only a villain in Doctor Strange movie, that's a waste. Hmm. I've invested the whole series. Now you're gonna have to put her in an Avengers movie. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Let's make all of them villains. <laughs> make the Dark Avengers. Let's do it. Hey, that let's would be sick it. to see. That's yeah. like a Suicide Squad. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the Suicide Squad movie, though. Yeah, because James Gunn. Yeah, James Gunn. Like, he makes me... Like, be good. He's, he's like Marvel. Like, 
in in one person. He makes me care about people I don't care about. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they put Leto back in, man. He's in a quick um, scene. Ah, uh, yes, uh, as a Joker. He's like, ah, eh. he's gonna be in the Zack Snyder cut. Mm. Oh shit, I'm thinking of the Zack Snyder. Eh? My bad. But Justice like, League, that's the one. Yeah, so Justice League is yeah. gonna come out this year as well. Yeah. I don't know if it's gonna, I don't know if it's in a couple uh, of weeks. I don't know about cinema that. thing or yeah, it's but they reshot it. Like, it'll is be it on really? HBO. Is it really an extended? It's a remix. Like, it's a huge remix. It's a four-hour movie. It's like four a four-hour movie with extra. I don't know if I can watch that. No, no, it'll be like four parts or something like that. But, but it's still gonna. Oh, okay. is, you reckon it's still gonna have most of the other shots from? Um, I think so. From the original movie, like, I, I mean, I mean, there were some things that like Zack Snyder was saying where he didn't want to use any of the things that. Uh, was it Joss Whedon? Mm. That, that anything that Joss Whedon shot. So okay. he, so there'll be stuff that he shot that went into the original, mm. like the the first release. That's like me going through all our old episodes and cutting out Don, <laughs> <laughs> and replacing <laughs> replacing Don with like a with like, like Leanne Melody or some shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad about that. I wouldn't oh, be mad. But yeah. That's just gonna that's gonna yeah. be like a really emotional like <laughs> every every episode's gonna be really emotional and inspirational. <laughs> yeah. So can't keep up. Not mad about that at all. <laughs> Speaking about emotional, I think the audience and the culture of listeners mm. listening to music have become really sensitive. Mm. Um I wanna kick it back to Nats because he's a huge um Eminem fan, fan. and then he sent us um, a little, a little video of people trying to cancel him for lyrics that are from a sober Eminem rather than (laughs) the drugged up one that we were used to. Do you want to play the video so people can hear the audio? Yeah, maybe play it, play it, play it, because I can't remember it fully. All right, so Nats, can you please describe what's going on before I play it? I'm not a, I'm honestly quite new to it to you guys, but from what I. From what I hear, there seems to be like a, you know, a, a cancel fit, cancel culture. Uh, culture is live in effect. Mm. You can see it a lot happening. A lot of people bandwagon for things, movements. And Gen Z has declared war on Marshall Mathers the third for <laughs> lyrics that he said on the Love You Wh- The Way You Lie song with Brianna back in 2010, more than a decade ago. Um, the, the lyrics... Uh, I don't even remember the bar. Eh? It wasn't even that strong. Something about tying up a girl leaves. and lighting the place on yeah, fire yeah. or some shit, which is it's cool, tame, not the the most, you know, lyrical, the the most provocative, yeah, bar that he's said. But you know, fair. But yeah, I think it's best we just play the clip. But yeah, they're they're, they're rallying up on. I think it's Twitter or Reddit or some shit. Trying to cancel him, and I think there's like a it's 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 just interesting. It's not like offensive or anything. It's just funny to watch and hear about because it's like a it's a divide for millennials that grew up on Eminem in the year 2000 to Gen Zers that are just discovering Eminem, and I'm, I fear for them because if they've only gone back a decade and that's the bar they're reacting to, mm. go back further ten years. January 1999, everything was copacetic until this fool from nowhere came on the radio and said, Hi kids, do you like violence? You want to cancel who? You were born yesterday. Eminem's been pissing people off for 22 years. <laughs> what are you going to do? And you want to cancel him for this song? Not going to happen. 
song came out in 2010, the world was much less sensitive. And this song hit in a way that made no sense. Mm. It was everything. You want to cancel the man whose debut album cover is a picture of him and his young child, who was three or four at the time, dumping his ex-wife's <laughs> body. We all know it's Kim. <laughs> Speaking of Kim, the song? Superman? Guilty Conscience with Dre? Yeah. If I don't give a brown rat's ass what people think of me was a person, it would be Marshall Mathers. You want to cancel Eminem. So, yeah, people are trying to cancel Eminem. I think the Gen Z people want to cancel Eminem with just lyrics that are from that particular song, which is probably one of the tamest lyrics from Eminem <laughs> so in tame. the whole world. world. It's like so a mainstream tame. track. I, I'm like, come like, on, like, guys. Eminem is the guy who made a single, like an actual single that went onto the radio about someone who was obsessed with him, him. and then ended up Killing putting himself. his wife in his back like in his boot yeah. driving off a cliff yeah, killing and himself. killing himself oh, with his man. pregnant Dude, even wife that's tame, man. and that even was that's, tame. that's still tame that was well. tame that and was, that made it to the, the radio he made when he came back on relapse about getting raped by his stepdad in a shed mm. shit we could get yeah. even worse man this oh, is worse man. and that so was relapse worse. Eminem we're not even talking about that Slim Shady and P.E.P. yeah <laughs> we're not even talking about it's, yeah I'm like, come on, kids. And Do even you like violence. I'm, I'm just, I'm just surprised, like how how sensitive this this culture has been when yeah. it comes to the lyrics. Like, like there's a lot of people out there that you could probably cancel for even more things. Like, I always bring it back to R. Kelly. He's has the right to be canceled in what he does in his personal life. Like I have, I've, I have stopped listening to his music just because of it. I can't and I, I can't listen to it because now I know he's talking about someone that's underage mm. because like now you, now that you, now you implemented that, that, that thought of him being a pedophile into my mind. I can't listen to, yeah. um, real. I can't listen to all these songs. You know, I like listening to Charles Manson. Mm. Yeah, man. It's just, not like, it's not just that you listen real. to him, but you know what I mean? Yeah. But like Eminem. But okay, so the the thing with that, the thing with this, right? Honing in on this particular song and that particular lyric, if you listen to the song in its in, in its entirety, it's talking about a toxic relationship, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And Rihanna is the it, it effectively Rihanna and Eminem are in this relationship as the story. So she's singing it from one perspective, and he's singing it. He's he's rapping from another perspective, mm. and I think it's important to have that. Uh, both of those sides of the fence in the song because it's so much mm-hmm. more impactful to be like, holy shit, this this is how bad it is yeah. in mm-hmm. this toxic relationship. And that's what I, when I heard that lyric, I'm like, okay, this is, he's, he's explaining how bad it is. Mm. He's not actually like, he's not actually going to do that. You know, he's, like, he's taking it from the perspective of, of someone who is, abusive and, and and you know the 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 abuser in the in toxic relationship if they if these people are going to take these lyrics super seriously why don't we forget the cancel culture and create a comfort culture why why are we going to cancel someone that's going to burn someone that's going to like when when they get angry and take that literally mm. somebody got somebody got to have to get out there and save bruno mars because he's going to catch a grenade for you <laughs> <laughs> if he's gonna catch a grenade for someone, someone has to go to him, comfort him a little like, bit. Yo, yo, bro, no, and yo, you man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta not catch these grenades, man. You're gonna explode. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, you gotta save these people. Well, if you're gonna take it this way, why don't you take it that way? Take it the other way, because <laughs> everything about art and music is exaggeration. Subjective, yeah. Subjective and very uh, exaggerated. 
poetry. It's poetry. Yeah, it's true. I still you don't know, get even it. like you know you know um, Kim. If you've heard it, Don. I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh, it's a song he made. Um, but it's about his. Yeah, it's it, about his wife, ex-wife, his partner. It's, it's basically it's the basically. prequel of the song. Um, he made it after, but it's a prequel of the song called "97 Bonnie and Clyde," mm-hmm. which is obviously the song that um, inspires the cover art for the Slim Shady LP with mm-hmm. his wife in the trunk and him and his daughter basically, you know, burying, uh, taking the body to the lake. Yeah. So that's it, that's a story. It's like a movie. It's such a good song. But Kim is the prequel of that. It's sort of seeing what led to yeah him dumping the body. He literally mm-hmm. kills his wife. Literally on, killing his wife on a on a track. On a track. But. If you look at the out. backstory, it's I'm not I'm not I, I don't condone this obviously, and but even like as fucked up as it is, his intention for that song at the time mm. it wasn't it wasn't received very well by his wife at the time because she was very upset about it. But <laughs> he, his his idea of it was like, yo, this is like how much I love you, basically, in a fucked up way. Mm. Fucked up people express different ways, and he came from a really bad place. But basically, to to you know how they say love and hate is such a there's a thin line between it. Like if you hate someone that much, there must be something there. Like you, you and that's about. what he says. Like you ever cheat on me? Like I I will kill you. Like, but he, he's never like laid hands on her. There's never been any. And even his daughters say like he's like almost the polar opposite mm. of um, of what he is in his songs. Like if you read interviews and whatnot, um, and yeah, like. It goes back to that anti-hero thing. A lot of people like Eminem because there's like, while he's not those things that he says in his tracks a lot of the time, he says the most messed up shit. There's like a humanized version of him when he talks about his daughter, yeah. etc. There's so many good stories about him. Like he doesn't even brag about. Like most artists these days, they do things just to show. Like he donates, but he doesn't announce it to people. Mm. He he visits his um, daughter's graduation, but to not take the shine off her. He made sure to be at like booked out one of the rooms in the back and peeked through a window to watch her graduate because she didn't want to take the shine. So no one knew he was there. Shit like that that yeah. humanizes this person that, yeah, you're trying to cancel this guy that says all this shit. It's fucking art. What, you're going to go to Scorsese for making like, you know, all these messed up movies that supposedly glorify uh, I don't know gang gang shit. Yeah, and, I don't know. And wolf like of wall shit. It's like it's art, man. Fuck. Yeah, on the get, same in the same vein, like Tarantino. Tarantino, his, exactly. His movies. It, it, He's an artist, dude. Yeah, and it it yeah. sounds like people like Eminem. This is uh, people like Eminem because I, I know for me he'll say stuff that people like people would be afraid too afraid to say, and he's just being. He's, unabashedly himself mm. or like just speaking his mind and, and like just letting it out you know what I mean and and that confidence or the, the ability to do that is what draws people towards you towards him and it's, it's like fuck he's, he's mm. like really really bold to be able to say that kind of shit and mm. create this type of art that's really compelling yeah. um, I was it's funny that you were saying like well, instead of having a cancel culture, we should have a comfort culture. I was listening to um, the Sarah Silverman podcast mm. and she was talking about uh, the cancel culture as well, but she was saying like when when is it when can people learn from these things? Like if someone does a, uh, like something that is 
offensive or deplorable or or whatever, when the cancel cancel culture doesn't give them an opportunity to learn from it. So if yeah. you make a mistake in it's your life, you, it's that's right. Yeah, that's so true. You know, that's another thing when, too. when you make a mistake in your life, if you say something that people don't agree with, and then you get canceled, you get canceled. You're just you're not giving them a place. To, to learn. grow and yeah, yeah. To, to, to grow you're making it seem it. like there's no you know once you say it and it's wrong it's like that's it you're condemned for life it's like where's the growth there yeah so exactly. that's it no one so now no one wants to say anything yeah um yeah that's has made that has made i think but i think nowadays i think cancel culture is diminishing like it was a thing so. last year i'm not last year in 2019 mm. 2018 we're canceling everybody you know, like, and now everyone's realizing the growth thing. Everyone's talking about it more about growth, like the whole Kevin Hart situation, mm. um, <laughs> where he tweeted out a, a homophobic um, joke, or and he oh, said yeah, it on his stand up. Yeah, and and then after that, was like, you know what? That was ten years ago. That was a different time. That was mm-hmm. a different um, Kevin Hart, as we were talking about before. You yeah. know, like we're literally not the same person as we are. Yeah. ten years ago. Yeah, and I've grown. Why, why, why would that fall? And and this goes back with anyone. Like, why are yeah. you judging me from my mistake that I've made ten years ago, mm. and actually dismissing the ten years of growth within that yeah. time and now? Like, everyone's yeah. starting to realize that. Um, and I think cancel culture is going to go. I think there's no. It, it won't be. It won't be gone because like we need to cancel some people. That's some why people, I think that this whole Eminem really thing seems up. so out of place, though, right? Like, I was just more so like, "What? This is still happening." <clears throat> yeah. Like the that mentality of like, let's cancel him for this. It's like, okay, that's lame. There's some other things that I've seen that are like, I'm on the fence about. You guys have heard about uh, what's her name? The MMA chick, Ju- June Car- Carano. Gina Carano. G- Gina Carano. Yeah. Mm. That one, I'm a bit like half half about. You guys, are you guys? Um, well, what's the story? So I think she, I think so, she tweeted some anti-Semitic or like put up some oh, she's, posts. No, that she's done a lot anti-Semitic stuff. Um, what else did What else did she do? I, I, that's, no, she's she's done a lot of stuff, and like the 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 stuff I respect is um, Disney. For one, like I was like, okay, good. Like they stood by her. She's she's very opinionated about a lot of things. Yeah. she's very right hand, right wing, uh, right wing. Yeah. Um, Comments about masks, comments about uh, like not wearing masks, like it's fake or whatever. The whole that she's an anti-mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's anti-mask. She's about the uh, fraud in the voting election. She's very pro-Trump. All that stuff. Mm. Fair enough. I'm not going to go at you for your for your political stance. Whatever. She's you know, she's putting it out there. She's in a position of like you know there's there's influence because she's she's popular or whatnot. But yeah. what I respected was Disney didn't fire her. Despite half the people, it was very polarized because half the people um, wanted her canceled, like cancel her from the show, yada, yada, yada. And then half were like just people that like that character and like how she's portrayed it and played it. She was due to be released for a um, maybe her own, you know, show in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. What, what got her though at the end, I think um, why I think I may have turned, I'm not saying like cancel her or anything, but at the end, Big companies, especially corporations like Disney, like people like to say like, like somewhat, yeah, the the evil corporation, they're big, you know, they they do all this shit. Um, At the end, they're a business, right? Mm. And sometimes if you're in a position like, you know, you are popular, but if you're kind of like prodding the 
the base. Like they're gonna have to act on some. It, it becomes to a point that you as an actor or anyone, like if if you're part of a a, a company yeah. or a organization, you represent. you yeah. you rep- one you represent it. Fair enough. But also your uh, affiliation with that place is is equity is it worth even keeping you on it's not even about canceling for what you said it's like this is getting difficult now because now it's affecting the brand it's not about she got dropped basically yeah and it got to a point where they have to assess like is it too expensive to keep her now is this too much and mm. people do that with musicians like it always goes back to rap because obviously we in rap rap talk about hip-hop but with eminem signing um eminem and dr dre signing 50 most labels wouldn't take him they took him, they took that liable risk. They know this guy could be an issue where other record labels wouldn't, but they took the bet on him in that. It's like, that's how business is relating. Is it even worth keeping this person? Yeah. And she, she got dropped because like after how many tweets, Not nothing wrong with her tweets, but the, the last tweet that she did say, a lot of people didn't agree with it. I didn't really agree with it too, but she was comparing like Republicans to Jews, mm. like how they're being treated. I'm like, it's a bit different, right? Like Jews were like Holocaust genocide, bro. They were getting exterminated. Mm. It's a bit, bit different, but okay, cool. But people are taking it. Like the left is making it like a see, it's 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 them again. They they're like canceling. Like you know, you can't even have free freedom of speech. And then, um, you know, you got these two sides of clashing, thinking, but they're 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 opposed for different things. And how I see it, Disney is just looking at it like, yeah, we, we're gonna have to drop her. It's it's too much now. It's not about that comment. It's just Yeah. It's too much not heat. looking good on our brand anymore. Yeah. Yeah. When it starts it's, when it it's, starts it's a to negative affect the money. thing on Mandalorian. We we need mm. to remove this from the Mandalorian because we've got a fucking Easter egg here. This is a good show. Yeah. And it's not and there's no bad blood. Like even the co hosts still love her, I think. Yeah. Um they have opposing thoughts. You can have a healthy disagreement or whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, that last one, she took that gamble to, to push it. And that's the result. And I don't think there's a, she's not saying that she was like, you know, Disney did this for censorship or whatnot. Mm. It's just, you know, differences. Yeah, man. Easy. Business. That's it. Uh, at the end of the day. So business. that's fine. That's a healthy way to do it. Yeah. Just don't be a Stop pedophile. Just don't be a pedophile. <laughs> don't be a rapist. Jeez. <laughs> Don't I mean, kill you're anyone. Right. You're right. Don't be a Kelly. Just, yeah, Kelly just don't be, uh, you know, Mine's abusive. Easy. And everything else, when it's art, when it's all that stuff, like, we're not going to, like, there's no right to cancel someone for their art. Not for art, though. Not for art. art. I, I, think, I disagree yeah. with that. I think that there needs to be a level of understanding and not overly sensitive, like, overly being overly sensitive to, to art. Because if we're going to start canceling, like if if this becomes a huge wave where we're going to cancel everything that we're kind of like policing lyrics, it's yeah. going to come to a point that everything's just going to be the same. Everything's going to be Disney, you know, Disney lyrics. You know, like where, where, where's, where's the where's the creativity in that? Like, oh, what song? This song's going to be super clean. There's no, there's no creativity. Like, you're killing creativity with canceling. It. And yeah, and I also think I I, I agree with what what we were saying before and what Sarah Silverman has said. We need to give people a chance to grow and to learn from yeah, whatever. Because, yeah, if, if it is affecting the money, if it is affecting the brand. Yeah, then I can understand that. Then that, that makes sense. But at the same time, like, okay, uh, how will that, if we, can, if we cancel them, that's, okay, that's, that's what's happened. That's ridiculous. But for them, for them to learn, like, to be better than, than, than that, 
then how how if mm. we cancel them all together, then how will they learn? Yeah. How will they learn? They'll, they'll it's just a good point you being, made too. Yeah. No, it's good what you said, Raf, about like it is it it is somewhat getting better because didn't um. Was it Gun, the the one that made James Guardians? Gunn, yeah, yeah. Like that's back then when it was like at the melting pot of cancel culture. All it took was that one tweet being resurfaced, and he was gone out of the door straight away. Yeah. Whereas with June, you can see the growth, and once again, it's a business. They've learned from what the backlash of firing Gun immediately. They, you know, they were like, okay, we gotta slow it down. Can't cancel her. There's obviously like some tension here. But they still gave her the benefit of the doubt. Mm. Yeah, it's so, case by case. Yeah, it's case, case, by, it's case, case. by case, but it's yeah. getting better. Like if it was, like that thing, if it was back then, I reckon she would have been cancelled immediately the moment her first tweet, whatever. So, yeah, yeah, I think we are going into the right direction with all that stuff. Yeah, man. Hopefully. Yeah, man. Lyrics is lyrics. Art is art. Let's not let's not too let's not over exaggerate and be too sensitive about it. Yeah, and let, let's just enjoy music. Yeah, but also yeah, give give people a chance to learn and to grow from their mistakes because that's what life is really. Yeah, making mistakes and then being better for yeah. them. I like how this all ties in, man. It's like one division. She made a mistakes. Hey, Ooh. <laughs> might end up becoming the this villain. Like a, this is like a su- su- anti-hero super villain talk two point This is. We've evolved, guys. Look at that. <laughs> We've evolved. Okay. We started with uh, Don. Oh, what a night. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought that was Billy Joel, but it's not. No, it's um, no, Frank Vasily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Billy Joel did make a version of it. Yeah. Did he? Wycliffe did a version of it. Did he? Yeah. No fucking way. I yeah. didn't know that. And I yeah, love it. It's, it's been used over and over. Frankie again. Valley, right? Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Yeah. What a time what to be I alive. Say? I said something else. <laughs> I said it wrong. My bad. My bad. I said Frankie J. Frankie <laughs> J. What the fuck? I said something else. Anyways. Come on, bro. Nah, Anyways. It's, it's let, me, let me get the camera on one second. Oh, what a night. Oh, damn. I saw Don's arms, bro. They fucking toned as fuck. Flex. <laughs> Speaking of um, sensitivity and stuff, I wanted to. I'm not going to cancel um, this thing that I want to talk about, but <laughs> oh, no. some things just don't age well. And what? the movie Grease. Oh, it doesn't age. Well. <laughs> I've been meaning to watch it again. Just it watching bad? the movie and yeah, how. Watching it again recently, and, and I'm just like, the themes here don't age well. Oh well, oh, well, oh, well. <laughs> Really One of my favorite movie, right? songs is Sandy by John Travolta. I'm going to play the song. And it's hilarious just to think about why why he's singing this song, what happened previously to this song, and how it came to be. So yeah. the story is, um, she pretty much, he pretty much sexually harasses Sandy. <laughs> and then Sandy <laughs> leaves the drive-thru. Oh, God. <laughs> and then he starts singing <laughs> this song. And then... He starts accusing of he starts accusing Sandy for hurting him real real bad. <laughs> Let's well, place the victim right and there, just to, man. and just to think about it, I'm just like, that's not this good. doesn't really sit well. <laughs> I get like, it. Maybe it was a different time back then. Definitely a different time. Let's, let's play. Let's 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 play, let's let's play, play and comment on it. What a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> 
So he's. This is after. This is after he's sexually harassed her. And she's walked away. And he's upset. I'm gonna call you a creep, bro. You're gonna get cancelled at school, bro. This is such a sweet song. Yeah, it's a doo up song. Can't you see? I'm in misery. He's in misery. He's in misery. sexually harassed this woman, man. Yeah, that's like very sociopathic, man. Pause for a second. Pause, 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 pause. More upset about. Pause for a second. Pause, pause, pause. We're dissecting this song. He's upset. This is yeah. This is like straight up psychiatry one on one. Like, go, Don. Go, go. You go first. So he's got on. He's got. He's tried to get onto this girl. And then mm-hmm. she said no, basically. And she now she's walked away and now he's sad. This this is effectively what's happening right now. <laughs> he's in misery because he didn't get his dick wet, <laughs> yeah. basically. Yep. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. Just wanted to make sure we're on the right page. We're all on the same page with this. <laughs> he has no idea what's going on. I'm going to play this again later. You left me. <laughs> he has no idea. Oh, Sandy. <laughs> he doesn't know why he left <laughs> her. Okay, okay. Also, this is this is definitely traits of like a like antisocial personality disorder. Cuz one, he, he's so unaware why he does he, he he can't fathom why Sandy doesn't want to get down on her knees and get his dick wet. He just it doesn't compute because that's that's narcissistic personality, man. That's like right, right. this doesn't make sense. For one, they're in a and public the, place. The thing is, <laughs> they're in the drive. He's what? He's in the drive. They're in the drive. And this happened in the drive in front of a lot of people. So he, he's questioning why. Why? Doesn't make sense. Did you hurt yeah. me? Why would you hurt me? It's a me. <laughs> narcissistic. <laughs> Borderline, he's let's, a sociopath. Yeah. Let's continue, let's continue. Let's continue, let's continue. <laughs> it's such a nice song as well. It's a doo up song. I love the just- I'm gonna play this Alright, for all R&B lovers, this is the best part of the song. This next part for R&B up. lovers, where they completely stop singing and they start saying talking. their feelings and start talking. About oh this shit! Is like, this is like Michael McCary from Boys and Men vibes. So this is explaining. Just, just, just get this in your head. Just listen. She, he sexually harassed good. a woman <laughs> and she left and ran away and he's feeling depressed about it. And this is what he's saying. Here we go. Sandy, my darling, you hurt me real bad. <laughs> he's hurt. You know it's true. You know it's true. But baby, you got to believe me when I say I'm helpless without you. Far out. This is what antisocial personalities do. They make you feel bad. They make you feel 
it's your fault that Mate, I feel this way. Sandy. You thinking Eminem and Love the Way You Lie was a toxic relationship? <laughs> Guys, I think I think we need to cancel Judge Sandy. <laughs> I'm gonna put it out on my tweet. Coders is canceling John Travolta. Sandy, this is a derogatory song about sexual harassment. Oh, and this was before man. "Love the Way You Lie." This oh, was we're going further back. We're going time. way back. Way fucking back. If we cancel, if we if we're canceling Eminem for "Love the Way You Lie," we need to cancel John, John Travolta. John Travolta for this bullshit. <laughs> What is this shit? What is this bullshit? Oh, man, the sad thing is it's actually a really good song. <laughs> if you've never seen the movie and you heard this song, man, this is such a nice song. It's, it's a love song. It's like a it's sad love song. such a nice song. song. Like, Sandy is a lucky person. If you've never seen the movie, Sandy is so lucky. It's so lucky. In Greece, she's in a fucking toxic relationship yeah, man. with a very abusive partner. There's layers to this movie, man. <laughs> But also, at the very end, have you seen the ending of um, of Greece? I can't remember. The ending remember. of Greece is like, um, all right, so they fly up into the air. Yeah, yeah. But before that, before the song comes to be, and this whole thing is that John Travolta's character, what is what's his name? I forgot. But um, he starts. <laughs> he was like, I'm gonna be like Sandy, and be a good boy, and change for her, mm. and wears a cardigan just to prove that. <laughs> And then John Travolta's character sees Sandy, Olivia Newton John, comes to him in a sexy outfit. Oh shit! That represents Is that when she's in black. Yeah, and all yeah, in the black, the leather, hair the leather. done up, face you know all dolled up, something completely opposite of her character that she was throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And then they both you know, She smokes them. a cigarette in front of her, and then oh, in front of um, John Travolta, and then. He's like, the song begins. He chucks his cardigan away, being him his old self that he has been the whole time. The one that sexually <laughs> harassed her. Oh, I remember. Yeah, it's alright. And, oh, and then he's like, "I got chills." <laughs> so the moral of the story is that every woman should not should not be themselves and change for their man. Yeah, that's what they're saying in the movie. That's right? what the, the, that's the concept of the movie. At the very end, that's the moral of the story that they came to in the conclusion of the movie. Wow, man! So you, I was watching. Really, I watched it with fresh eyes. I watched it with. You really went in on I this. I watched one. it with thirty-three-year-old eyes. <laughs> <laughs> in two thousand and twenty-one, and I'm like, this is not aged well. That's a good. Um, analysis dude that's actually a really good topic too and makes yeah. me want to go back to movies i really used to like back then yeah and see like how there's I a feel lot of movies out there yeah it, 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 i watched uh, predator last night and it's still cool there's that movie ferris bueller's day up where he's a dick to his mate bro he's a fucking dick <laughs> to his mate right. steals his mate's dad's car <laughs> just to like make uh just to like hang out with his girlfriend just ah, oh, bro uses his friend. Okay, so cryptocurrency. <laughs> Speaking of playing the victim. Speaking of playing the victim in finance today. 
Oh man! Uh, but there was something you wanted to talk about, Nats, which was the uh, non-fungible. Yeah, token. maybe not crypto. Crypto is a bit like broad, man. Unless you're really into it. But it was, you, have you guys heard of NFTs? Raf, do you know NFTs? I reckon this will I, really appeal to mm, you guys. I heard, I heard about it a little bit, but elaborate for us because it also involves Wu Tang. All right, so um, I've been getting into crypto just because you know I've got a lot. Of, I've had a lot of time to get into a lot of different things, but my cousin. Um, introduced me to NFTs, and I'm still getting my head around it. I'm, I don't want to talk about it too much in depth. I'll give you the basics of what I know. Yeah. But basically, um, it's basically art, digital art, and the ownership of art. And it it doesn't really. I don't. I don't know how. I'm still trying to figure out how, because it's so early. It's in the early days of it, where I could myself, or even we could personally, because it's definitely aimed at the creative community. Mm. Uh, to use to utilize, but basically it's on it's on the block blockchain. I don't know how to say say without yeah. Well, I'm trying to like simplify things. Like the blockchain is that's where the, where the you know the 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 network is for Ethereum, which is the second largest cryptocurrency. Yep. Um, and you know you can you can build on things with this. That they're trying to set up this new credit system, so you can you know for gaming for. Um, there's there's so many different things that you can implement with this particular blockchain, which is why I'm trying to get my head around it, know as much as I can, buy some Ethereum while it's at this price, because mm. you never know what's going to happen. But NFTs is really interesting because you're seeing these things, and like I'm playing this card game right now because it's like another game that's built on Ethereum, and I'm trying to play this card game. I don't play these like Dungeons and Dragons type games. I used to think they were kind of lame, but now there's these opportunities. Like, you know, think Pokemon back then, mm -hmm. Pokemon cards, and you'd buy these cards, right? You physically own the asset. And then you get to a point, you know, you've got a few rare cards. I don't know if you guys ever did this, but I was, I was, I was I've been hustling since high school, man. bro. Ultra flare. I, I started selling my Charizard cards. Yeah. I, I sold an app, a Zapdos, a Charizard for like hundred bucks. Back then, that was big money. I was like, yeah, man, I'm killing it. I'm gonna live off Pokemon cards for the rest of my life. <laughs> Essentially, that it's almost like that concept where um, these NFTs which stands for non-fungible token, it could be anything really. It could be a piece of music. It could be a piece of, uh, like, I don't know, a tweet that you put, an image. And this stuff, it's not going to be, like, exclusive. Like, if you put it there, anyone can fucking get it. Like, there's this one that Wu-Tang just released, which is a, it's a GIF. I've got it. I've got the freaking GIF on my... I just took it because I know how much that's going to be worth. Mm. But the difference is the ownership of having that is um, on the blockchain, like it's it's it can't be replicated. It, everything on this blockchain, which is you know based on Ethereum, the currency, has an ID and can't be replicated. So if you have that, it's almost like bragging rights, like flexing rights. I own Wu Tang's GIF. So yeah. if you look at it in a business sense, like imagine if you have a a, a meme that gets really popular. And it's just used everywhere. You could potentially be the guy that I own that meme. Like I own this particular thing. Like here it is. And it goes back to the world of art. Why is art so like, why is it such a, you know, you get the Mona Lisa or you get like, I don't know, whatever is big. The the original obviously is the value of that is it is insane, right? You can't just casually buy the Mona Lisa, but I can buy a hundred postcards essentially almost be the same thing. I could get a very, very almost accurate copy mm. of the real thing. Like you could do all that shit. 
and that's what that's all it is it's an art based platform it's like digital digitizing uh artworks yeah in that sense it's nothing like special and it's insane that wu-tang one I'll, I'll tell you right now i've been hawking it since last night um it's going out for a thousand ethereum and right now what the value of ethereum it's like about a thousand how much is it now almost 2000 usd so one five at in in this time we yeah. don't know when it's going to be and so, so for one ethereum it's like a thousand five hundred or whatever so they basically you can buy it right now for 167,000 usd to get this gif that just moves so you bought one it's of a, these gifs or gifs I, no no fucking way i can afford that but you, right now but, the, but, you, the, but you said you have the gif but you don't have the, the, no, the original thing is, no, you can download the GIF. Like it's on this website, and right. you can download it. And Wu Tang has uploaded it. Yeah. But to buy the rights, like it's yours, uh, you'll have original copy. That's on the blockchain. That will cost you right now. The highest bid is it's this token that you buy in this website to use it. You you trade your Ethereum for this token. But basically, the value it's right now it's at a thousand three hundred nine for um, no USD. Right. Okay. So yeah. eventually they're going to do that with songs in, and that's almost like it's almost one US one that's one Ethereum like one Ethereum is about one let me just quickly check how much one Ethereum is one Ethereum is one 1200 pounds so I'll just have to convert that later but you know it's in the 2000 mark almost for USD for one right and it's, it's you can buy it now some rich guy that wants to flex might just buy it for you know the full a thousand ethereum yeah, because but once again like up. for music this is a great thing like this is what i knew before it my cousin shared you know mike shinoda yes lincoln park from lincoln park yeah he, he made a killing he he got in early he's very smart look a lot of these guys that are sort of a bit more unknown now he sold some of his unknown songs like not even complete like unreleased incomplete you just put it out um i think you know you know when you make demo tracks of you singing he put it he put it out there he made millions on NFT, someone bought the rights for his songs. They own the songs. Wow. And the beauty of this thing is when you sell it, you can still add your own ownership piece of it so you can continue to own royalties of the sale. Yeah. So he sold that to someone, anonymous buyer, but I don't know what clause he has, but every time that NFT gets sold, uh, you will get a percentage. You could, you could put 20%. Depending on the sale, he could be getting paid for this constantly so it's an interesting it's so early days it's such an interesting copy uh interesting concept but i see a lot more happening with That's it mad. um gigs the graffiti artist she sold some art recently and it's an insane amount and because it's so early the value of this shit like if you get in early i'm not saying you're gonna be able to i'm not gonna be able to buy that wu-tang fucking gif yeah. but there's so many different items like the the it's such a new thing that the possibilities are quite endless, like what you can put up there um, for people to buy. And because it's early, you're buying at a time where the price is Market's so low. low. Yeah. One, no one even knows if, like how many people actually own Ethereum. There's quite a lot, but in, the, in, in a global sense, people aren't even like that into much as into crypto. It's only getting media attention again because of the spike mm. of, of, of it going up. But I really like this because it's it's aimed at the creative space. And I think it'll take a while for, for, for people to embrace it. But it's insane. The stuff that you see, there's this gif of a monkey that was sold for like a couple million. Wow. And that's what got me like, what the fuck is this? Like, it just pissed me off. I'm like, I, this doesn't make sense. But the more <laughs> I looked into it, 
I'm like, okay, I see what they're getting at, and then possibilities. Yeah, Ooh. it's digitizing art and making it more, um, like bringing it back to it being more uh, valuable and more rare because we went from the scarcity uh, model where you could only get things on records. You can only get things on CDs and then eventually things started to get bootlegged and then we had MP3s and then you could automatically very, very quickly duplicate a song. And so the, the tangible song itself became almost worthless and now that's bringing it back into the the that's the funny thing about this the difference is it's not like it's locked like i said anyone can still get that exact thing so there's shinoda um demo tracks where anyone can get this thing if you have enough time to search for on the web yeah so that's what was like killing me i'm like i don't get it like i don't fucking get it but i think cause cause of the network that where it's at it's like owning the masters of something. Yes. If yeah, you yeah, get yeah, the master yeah. copy of like, pretend you get Eminem's demo tapes from the Marshall Mathers LP, like the physical tape, right? You could still copy that tape almost exact, like get, like record it and copy it, if that makes sense. Mm. But you have the fucking, this is the original. And the thing in digital, it's going to be exactly the same. Like the exact fucking GIF is going to be everywhere. The exact MP3 can be duplicated. But what this digital system does is no matter what, though, the one that you have, is even though it's exactly original. the same as everyone's, the experience of it is exactly the same. There's a little tiny code in there that says this is actually the one, though. This is the real fucking one. And yeah, once again, like with art, you know, with physical yeah. art or music or thing, you're never going to, you know. A real Mona Lisa and the fake is just no comparison. Effectively, you know I mean? yeah. Effectively, the blockchain is like making it the certificate of authenticity for can't whatever. Be duplicated because yeah. it's in yeah, it's 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 data. You can't really you know yeah. It's what it is, you know. Because you could you could have so back in the day, you could hear the song on the radio, and I could press record on my stereo to record that song, and I'd have the copy of the song. But then the radio station has the master. They have the actual vinyl. You know what you I mean? You have the rights to it. They have you the rights to it. sell it. it. Yeah. Can, yeah, all it, that stuff. It is, it is like giving that certificate of authenticity. Like you have the legit copy, the master copy of it. Okay. And the, I like yeah. that. I like that a lot. It's sick, man. And the beauty of it, because it's so early days, there's a lot of companies that like starting startups, a lot of, um, like I said, that card game. I don't even play it, but I'm playing it because I'm, I just want to own these cards because you just don't know. And it's such an early day, like these fucking trading cards, which are practically, you know, you can buy them or you can just play for them. It's going to be worth, it could be worth something. It's all speculation. The whole cryptocurrency space is speculation, but there is, there is movement. There's things happening and it's worth to look into. Yeah. Um, can we, we don't sell, want to, can we sell the, the um, in that sense. the cheat coders logo of our three faces? You can sell anything. Dude. Let's, let's Legit, do that. Like, let's you do probably that. could. Just for fun, I actually want to put it up. Like, can we do that? Can you get give me the the JPEG and we'll just put it up just for kicks. Fuck and the thing that. is, it'll like, always let's, be let's there. Sell like, for sure. <laughs> let's sell Donfidence for sure. Let's sell. Let's sell Donfidence. Let's sell Donfidence. 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 Let's yeah. do it. Donfidence. Yeah, do I, th- it. I think you can make some money. Make some coin. Yeah. Bro, some we haven't even sold a shirt. Why are we gonna <laughs> sell the image of Donfidence? Like, come on, man. Let's just put our logo, and it'll be funny to like see if someone actually buys it. You never know, man. It's just. That'd it's be just sick. worth it to do it. Sell an episode of the Cheat Coders. 
we could you can sell anything the yeah. guy's selling shout out to all the listeners yeah. out there no if anyone who wants like a cheat coder shirt or a cheat coders hat or if you want to buy our logo we'll buy our logo we're, we're selling the sleeves of um don's shirt <laughs> right now don's sleeves don's sleeves <laughs> oh man are on the market i gotta fish them out of the, the the bin yeah yeah um but yeah if you want to buy my sleeves chuck us some ethereum yeah, man, it's got some extra, <laughs> some extra sense on it. Confidence. That's mad, man. I really, that's that's really cool, and and I think th- that is br- that would bring more value to or more authentic authenticity. Or it's great for artists. Yeah, so for that's artists. A thing. Artists is it's a good thing, because and yeah, collectors. I think like I, with this game, I'm noticing because you know with. Um, you know, video games these days, it's very more so um, pay to play. Yeah, yeah. You, you know that model? You, pay, you subscribe, so you're able to pay. You you pay to get specific items. It's taking that power away because the blockchain is decentralized. It's not owned by a private company. Yeah. It's owned to the world. You know, miners regu- like do the, the, the lifting that, that usually the company would do. Yeah. That's what miners, all they do is they solve equations all day. So if there's it's no just, central yeah. entity to monitor and govern things, it's a free market out there. Um, um, it's it's fucking sick. Like what with gaming, instead of you have to pay so you can play, it's like no. There's a there's a quote I can I see in this game, and it says, "If you can't sell your items, you don't own them." And I'm thinking like, fuck, all these games you have, you know, all these hours I put into maybe Diablo, and I had these like such rare items. You may have even literally bought, used money to buy with. If you have these. NFTs now, non-fungible tokens for so many different things, and you have ownership of it, mm. which has actual monetary value. You can sell it, um, and people are using, you know, crypto and Ethereum to actually legitimately buy things. And legitimate um, companies accepting this form of currency. It's only up from there. It's really making it a bit more fair, fair game, mm. taking the middle entity out of things. Yeah. So it's exciting, man. Like I'm trying to get these Street Fighter trading cards Mad. on this thing. I, 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 there's a competition. Like, I, I missed out on the, the actual competition, the first one. So now it's hard because everyone jumps on these things so quick. And I'm just, you know, it's just if you have time and if you're like, for me, I just get, you know, I latch onto whatever. I'm, it's my ADD. I just go all, all out. <laughs> my focus is so interest driven, and that's the only reason why. But yeah, if you have spare time, you just look into it. And it's fun. Yeah, that sounds sick, man. Get some, yeah. get some free cards, trading cards. Um, just make sure you don't, don't get um, any grease um, trading cards. <laughs> yeah, because we're, boy- cause <laughs> we're boycotting. Yo, we we're boycotting grease right now. We're cutting grease, grease and trading cards, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's sick, bro. What's your thoughts on um, because like giving back the power to creatives? There's a there's an ongoing conversation of the subscription model, like Patreon. Mm. And yeah, like OnlyFans, all that stuff, all that is, is coming to the streaming world. Yeah. So oh, it's, say it's part of the streaming world. I think SoundCloud is becoming one of the first streaming um, distributors, providers to actually build a system where you could be subscribed to a certain artist for their music. Mm. And so you know that all your money that you're subscribing, instead of paying. Ten ninety five or whatever, fourteen dollars to the platform. To the platform, where you don't know where the money's going to. Most you have, it, yeah. you know where the money's going to, and it's going to an artist that you support. Yeah, 
So what's your thoughts mm-hmm. on that? It, it might go, it might branch out to Spotify, it might branch out to Apple Music. Mm. Um, it seems to giving more um, money back to the creator. Wait, is it? Isn't it just a wait? I'm trying to get my head around it. With Spotify, you still get paid. Like if you if they're getting the views, it's just obviously a bigger chunk goes to Spotify. Yep. So with it's, this, is it more so? It's more so like, like imagine you had a Spotify account. more money. That's yeah. all. So it's because Spo- like, it's, it's still it's, it's still, like Patreon still, model. Yeah, so they're still benefiting of it. The, the, w- the, the way that the, the way that Spotify, company. Yeah, the way that Spotify works is that you, uh, if you're paying for a subscription to Spotify, that subscription goes to the platform, and how they pay the artist is based on how many plays they get on all of the different yeah. platforms. So essentially, it's kind of the same because you're right? still getting paid of their their but, but view, viewership. Yeah, but it sounds like uh, the SoundCloud model is going to be something closer to Patreon, where you're specifically paying for a, a particular artist that you are subscribed to. Yeah. So for Patreon, if like like directly you subscribe to them, yeah. Yeah, and so that that you, whatever you're paying, a larger percentage will go to them. Yeah, yeah. Whoever you're subscribed to, not. Yeah. So if I'm people. subscribed to say Don's SoundCloud page, Nat's SoundCloud Don page, Fittance. Don Fittance. all the money that I'm paying for yeah. in my subscription will be going more to you guys yeah. rather than say other, other some random artists in friggin. And what, do you get Tasmania. exclusive like yeah. releases and stuff? I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure of the details, but I'm pretty sure that oh, okay. that's kind of. It's. I think it's going with the Patreon model because like everyone's mm. trying to figure out a way to make money, right? Everything's kind of getting free. We get free content. We're literally giving free content right now with the the cheat coders episode. You're welcome. <laughs> and now people are trying to figure out ways to get some money, get some coin, being the creator. Yeah. So now we have Patreon. We have. OnlyFans, we have other other I think I think it's a good way. I think it's the smart way to go. Yeah, I think it's another I think it's the I next think, next level. I think it's yeah, it's bound to happen. It's not like a you don't get paid enough on on Spotify. Yeah, I think for the being, work you put in. Being an artist with on with music on Spotify. Check me out Don Valix on Spotify. Um <laughs> like yeah, I've I've got a few songs on there and I get paid like a couple of dollars or something like that. Every, yeah, and if someone quarter. really wants to support you to like full on, they yeah. could actually subscribe to your your page yeah. and your account, and then now you're gonna get more than you, sh- you get. You'll get what you deserve, you know. Mm. Like like if you can build a solid fan base that believes in you so much that they can subscribe to you, mm. then you deserve the money that you get. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think it's a. I think yeah, it's a really any, good model. Any, any comes good for for artists, man. Yeah, because artists are always gonna be struggling. It's never gonna be like an even plateau. If that makes sense, like before, it's like, um, like pre digital age. It's like who can get the most bar gigs, the most you know connections yeah. for this thing. But it's always gonna be a struggle. That's it, like the whole point of being an artist. It's, it's always in that a, sense. It's always a struggle it's with to things have, that seem intangible, right? Like music is intangible, mm, yeah. intangible to a point. Um, to a point, and also art. Or like digital art is intangible. You can yeah. you can make it's easily duplicated. You can you know you can make copies of it and whatever. Uh, going back to the blockchain um, technology with uh, having these non fungible tokens, it's it's and and also this subscription su- subscription model. It's making it so that the artist or the creator has more of the power or more of the um, like rights. To their thing, it's like yeah. I'm putting this stuff out, and so the like the income should be going more towards the artist than it is to 
distributors or like um mm-hmm. or like middlemen basically and I, th- i think that's a really really good place to to be and i think it's a really good step in, it's a it's a step in the right direction yeah i'm interested in how yeah, it's going to work out definitely. because like at the end of the day all these um streaming services are businesses yeah like this could actually build a business like it'll actually promote and empower the creators to actually promote their stuff more yeah and get more people that they wouldn't get Yeah, yeah. To be in there in in SoundCloud, in their apps, all the, even Spotify, all that stuff. But mm. it could also go the other way. Like you know, now people aren't you know people complain about paying for more than one app. Like I'm I'm tired of paying for Netflix. I'm tired of paying on Spotify. All that all in you know yeah. Yeah. all that. And then now I'm gonna have to simplify it even more and subscribe to artists that I like. So like, and there's nah, more yeah. of that than anything. Like. I probably like more artists than I do apps, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it really comes down to picking and choosing now. Like <laughs> that'd be interesting. It's like I only wanna I only wanna watch Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah. So I'll subscribe to Quentin Tarantino movies only. Or James Gunn or like Yeah. Yeah, yeah it'll be interesting how it goes in the future because uh, it might go back to the days where you buy CDs and stuff, but yeah. in a way to mm. you're supporting an artist. Like, mm. like if you're a huge Eminem fan like Nats, you probably subscribe to yeah. Eminem and I, it's, all of that. Yeah, I don't think it's it, it's good. It's just having these opportunities for people to have it. It's not like a guaranteed. Like, by the way, this is great. You're gonna get paid now. It's never gonna be the case because with art, it's an all or nothing thing. Like, especially like even if you look at authors, right? That do books who are the authors that make the money um just go to your local like a, a news agency or a bookstore or, a, or an airport whatever's in the top 10 in the in the entire market of writers only 10 those 10 are the ones making the real money in that entire industry mm, yeah. the other 90 none of them are making sh- jack shit. and that's like an artist trade it's always going to be like that that's what yeah. makes it compelling having the, having the subscription model is great but i doubt Like I'm not gonna look at all our friends. I'm not gonna even myself. I, I can't afford to like pay a subscription for every single one of my friends, like our friends' thing. Like it's it can be expensive, right? I mean, I'll just yeah. share um, you guys a coffee. You know what I mean? I'll share you a coffee, <laughs> and that's still it. Still But saying, it's not you know? gonna solve it. It's still gonna be that imbalance. How about I give you some? Is. It's the people that come out of the yeah. you know get forged from the struggle, and when when you get big, suddenly yeah, now it's it's great because like you know you got these platforms that'll get you there. Yeah, but. It's not. It's not gonna make it even out. Like now, every artist is is getting living off this shit. So it's always gonna be like a, mm. a struggle. It's great that there's always gonna like the, these new models are coming out to to assist and give you the opportunity to be yeah. paid, if that makes sense. But I doubt that just because this 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 whole thing's gonna come out, you're gonna get like a hundred subscribers now. It's like it's hard, man. Like yeah. to get someone to that point to be a subscriber still, you still you need, need to, that. You still need to put in the work. You need that equity it. to be yeah. like, look, I'm worth this for you to to get me. Mm. Yeah, you're gonna get people like look at it. Like Eminem doesn't need to try anymore. Uh, anyone that's already established doesn't need to try. They just need to say, I'm here now, and I'm gonna do this. They will get subscribers no matter what. But be, being an emerging artist or or whatnot, whatever, starting out or still not very known, yeah. it's still gonna be very hard. Yeah. yeah. 
That's when yeah, it comes down really to like building up. your like social content, all that stuff. Mm. Being able it, to, yeah. you still got to do some free shit, man. You got to like give gotta give free it. content mm, for exposure. Yeah, man. Like every podcast that's going on to Patreon, they're not giving there. They're not being like, oh, I'm I'm on Patreon now. You're gonna have to pay to these episodes. They mm. still do the free episodes, mm. and then they the extra it, stuff is the when you start paying. So it's really hard. I like me. I'm a podcast listener. I haven't even subscribed to anyone's Patreon because like <laughs> no, it's hard me neither, for me man. to be Not invested enough. that much that I'm going to spend my money. So it's 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 going to be another level that another roadblock that you're going to have to f- go over mm. to actually get people to subscribe. Like yeah, that, yeah. it's the good that we're going to have this model in. Now it's time for the artists to actually you know get their audience to invest in them so much. Yeah, yeah. Literally with with it's money. It's good. It's good. So it, it, it's good. It, it's going to actually make I think it's actually going to get artists to actually focus more. Mm. On their content and how how to actually engage in yeah. the, with their audience, yeah. Because you it's you know dope. you can drop a track, but at the same time, what can you give? Yeah. What can you deliver that is compelling? That yeah. is going to engage with the audience for them enough to pay a monthly subscription to you. Yeah. How much is you know how much is ten dollars worth for you? You know. Yeah. What am I going to get yeah. in ten dollars a month? If I'm invested in Don doing stuff, yeah, yeah. What am what is ten dollars gonna give me every single month? Lots of shirtless photos. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! Oh damn! No, I'm just kidding. Stranded in the I'm driving. <laughs> Branded a fool. Speaking of content creation, yeah. If you want to make some content, yeah. Hey. If you wanna, if you wanna like help with your with your brand, with uh, you know. Creating content. If you want to, if you want to, if you want videos, if you want photography, if you want a podcast as well, hey. produced. Uh, hit us up for that. Hi, Brill. Let's do it. So we are now going to be promoting because now you've seen us do this about 144 times, right? Woo. So you know we got experience, right? 100. Yeah. You've seen 144. You've seen our social content. You've seen the quality of our audio. Yeah. So let let you let's see the jokes. Let's, you've seen the jokes. You've seen what we do and everything that we do to give you some entertainment. Mm. So if you're thinking of building some content in a podcast format yeah. where you want to entertain your audience, engage with your audience, yeah. potentially showcase yourself as a personality to actually get them invested enough to subscribe to you, mm. which equals money, yeah. then <laughs> once you get us right invest in... Hyperreal. Yourself by having us in Hyperreal, the Hyperreal movement, the Hyperreal brand yeah. to Hyperreal produce channel. your content via podcast, via music video, anything to do with your visual format. But for this conversation right now, if, you think, if you're thinking of doing a podcast, yeah. we're the guys to do it, man. 100%. We have the experience. We have the audio guy, Windon. We have the visual guy in me. We have Matt's Blazing looking good. <laughs> in London, yeah. And then we have the equipment. Like, let's let's turn the cheat coders into something that we could turn your your brand into your way. So, yeah. if you want to have a podcast, just email us info at rafflores dot com. Rebrand is the new is rebrand is the brand. Yep, if re, rebrand is, is the, brand. the brand, man. So, if you want to subscribe, like, if you want to send us a DM, and then let's talk. Let's talk. If you yeah. if you want to get a podcast going. Let's do it. I think what what I what I really talk shop. yeah what I really enjoy about podcasting is um, for brands and for the for the artists and the and the creatives that we've had on our show we've been able to 
show a different side of them that they don't usually show in their social media. You know what I mean? Mm. Like we, we, and having a conversation, a very, very candid conversation, the way that we have it, we're able to show that different side and you can show, a, you know, that side of you to your audience and to, and make that your brand because authenticity is one of the biggest things when it comes to We've spoken media. to a lot of artists throughout our journey in podcasts and they always say the same thing. You got to build your social presence. Your presence in social media, mm. the way that you present yourself in front of the camera, in front of the world yeah. via social media is very important in what whatever you're selling, whether you're a brand, that like a clothing brand, a musician, a, an actor, an actress, yeah. anything to do with the creative world or anything to do with your business. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if you want to build that little touch that humanizes, when you talk about movies and stuff and how we love our characters to be humanized so we can relate to them and be more invested in them. Yeah. If you want that in the podcast format, then it is important to have a really great production, a really great presence, a really great strategy and ways to just attack this format. Yeah. Because, you know, the more you invest in it, the more, you know, you can get out of it. Who better to do it? Than the very experienced the cheat coders. Hey. The cheat coders. Ski coders. <laughs> Ski coders is for something else, but. Oh, sorry, my bad. That's the but the cheat coders. On a, the cheat on a coders can help you with that podcast production. So. That's it, man. Just give us a DM. We got some, like, if you're even, even, even if you're just dabbling into it, like, we have a starter package and we could help you start a podcast help you with a couple episodes and we'll see how you go from there. Mm. And if you, you know, if you don't like it, you don't like it. If you'd like it, then let's do it. So this is your opportunity. The podcast, I've always spoken about podcast being the future. Well, the podcast thing is now. 100%. Let's do it. Air horn, please. Let's do it. Yeah. And our uh, our highest viewership is from, uh, from India. Shout out to Shivy. downloads. <laughs> I don't know why. Is that is that a real number? Like, uh, oh, what is man. this? It's because Total Raj Reddy is there. Raj yes, Reddy. Raj, Raj Reddy. All right, so let's end this great episode. We had some great conversations happening here from Marvel talk into mm. Greece talk into mm. into Eminem talk into crypto talk into NFT talk into all these other talks so like let's end this episode right now and um let's go into our cheat coder stash this is the part of the show where we showcase the things that we have been jamming from last week yesterday or even last year or even something that we plan probably be jamming for the next couple of months we always start with don valix d'angelo valix (laughs) so don doing stuff what was the song that you were playing when you (laughs) let's not do that let's not do that what do you want to play the the song that I want to play is by an artist called Veta Born aka um, was originally known as Maribel Arnez from Melbourne Uh, she's she's rebranded she's rebranded and um, you know has been releasing tracks as Veta Born Um, Veta Born check check this song out Um, it's called Beyonce we can talk it through. She is singing and producing, writing and she's like triple threat, man. Hey. I love her voice. It's just. 
Mm. Can we get her on the show? Let's do it. Yeah, can we get her on the show? Should be an interesting talk. Yeah, don't can we get her. It's got like this human nature, uh, Michael Jackson human nature vibe to it. It's the same chord progression, I think. She's got a, such a great tone to her voice. Get it, get it, get it. Hey, 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 hey. Beyonce mm-hmm. by Veta Born. Yo, yo, yo. All right, that's yo, 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 yo. London to, Town. To, what song do you want to, to play for the Chico to stash? I'm trying to choose a song like it's, it's, I've been listening to a lot of uh, live music, yeah, as in on Spotify, but the live version, I've been sending heaps to Raph. I'm just trying to pick which one I want to play, man. <laughs> Listen to a lot of Hova, a lot of Hove. Kanye, hey. and um. Fuck, I'm trying to think which one out of these. Let's just let's go here. Let's go soulful. Oh. This is um this is Jay Z, uh, live on MTV Pl- Unplugged. Mm. Uh, and I'm just gonna copy this. How do I fuck do I do this? That's so that's so good. Like listening to the live versions because I love it, man. It's we haven't heard live music song, in, doing a, song in a long time. Yeah, song cry. Right, I'll play, play right song now. Yeah, This cool. guy knows me, man. He pulls reads my mind. <laughs> I'm trying to find. I'm like, where's song cry? I love it. It's so good. Okay. 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 Oh. This is so so Okay. Probably one of the best beats. It is probably one of the best. Yeah, yeah. Most incredible, baby. Mmm. The live's even nice. The roots, the roots, I think, is on the on the Mm. the live. Salt cry. Hey. I, can't see it coming down my I like this because we so we can't see live music right now, so good dude. I know you love nice, like cook food, even though you know I gotta move like a crook move. Just together on the block since free lunch. We should have been together having four season brunch. We used to use umbrellas to face the bad weather. Now we travel first class to change the forecast. bunches. Just, just me and you, just me and you love your point of view because you held no hunches. I left you for months on end. It's been months since I checked back in. We're somewhere in a small town, locking the mall down. Wood grain, foreign change, I'm a raw down. I can understand why you want a divorce now. Though I can't let you know it, pride won't let me show it. Pretend to be heroic, that's just one to grow it. But deep inside, you know I'm so sick, right? I love Jay, man. He's a good performer. Sounds like what he sounds like on tape. I love that. I think I might listen, start listening to more live versions of Street Yeah, if you can find a live, send it to me as well, man. Every time I like 
I've just been running out of music, so I try to find the live versions of yeah. stuff. And that was Song Cry by Jay Z. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. So let me see. What song shall I play for these fools? No <laughs> Sandy. <laughs> oh, what a night. Oh, what a night. Get in your car. All right, let's play some WizKid. Let's go. And I'm going to play. What is that noise? They're like crickets yeah, and it? stuff here, right? All right, let's play. Oh, like, that me? Damn. Let's play Piece of Me, WizKid featuring LMA. Let's go. Them guitars. Bam. Sweet, sweet hey. With that Afro swing. This Afro swing type beat. I like this a lot. So chill. Is this another cleaning song for you? Yeah, man. Yeah. All I do is clean. <laughs> <laughs> All I do is clean and make me and listen to music. Who's this singing? LMA. Ah, uh, LMA. I was like, I thought you were saying LMA. <laughs> yeah, LMA. LMA. Of course it's LMA. Good grief. I thought, it was, yeah, I thought you were saying the letters LMA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tricky name. Hey. Yes, I like that a lot. And that was Wizkid and LMA, piece of me. Piece of me. All right, man. What's that sound? It sounds like it. The crickets in this area. Crickets. Yeah, crickets in the outside, <laughs> bro. They're, they're they're playing us out. They're playing us out. It's like the you know yeah. the the music, the violins when there's an yeah. award ceremony and you're speaking Cricket. for too long. <laughs> Those crickets Keeping are that. telling us to Cricket get the fuck out. out. That's us, though. Yeah, it's good chat, guys. This was a good episode. That was fun. <laughs> so this is a song that we always play at the end of the podcast. This is yeah, I, like I like how we play this every time. So, Don, where can they find you? You can check me out on dondoingstuff.online. Type that into your address bar. Uh, I am on Facebook, Instagram, at dondoingstuff. Or check me out on Spotify, Don Valix. All right, and that's blazing all the way in London town. Where can they find yeah, yeah, you? Yeah. So I'm occasionally on Twitch, but... Um, but lately, um, I've been on Twitter a lot, but my handle, I changed it. It's Notorious Boo with a Z. N-A-T-O-R-I-U-Z-R-I-O-U-Z. <laughs> Boo. B-U-U. <laughs> and you can find me, rafflores.com, hyperrealbrand.com. Email me, info at rafflores.com for yeah. anything to do with your visual needs, your videos, whether it be wedding videos, social videos. That's it. Man. Anything to do with your videos, music videos. And now also the audio. And also the audio with podcasts. So if you're yeah. looking for a podcast, and if you want to start a podcast, Hyperreal. or even tr- take your podcast to the next level, Woo! We, that's part of our services as well. Woo-hoo-hoo. So nice find us there, that. or even rafflores.hyperreal on Instagram. You! Sorry, I love into this song. my <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 
this is our first episode this in is, the new studio. Yeah. Don't forget, Open you can studio. also you can also find us on thecheatcoders.com. Huh? All the episodes. How, there. how can we how can we end the new in a new way? We need to find a new way to end the podcast. We're not going to do the four C's anymore. The four C's. That was the old one. We're rebranding now. Rebranding. Let's start with a new one. With well, I'm going to lower Billy Ocean for a little bit. And just have the crickets going. Let's have the cicadas. What, what, what can we end on? What's a good way to end the podcast? Before it was, you've been listening to the cheat coders and we all do that in unison. Yeah. Then it was the four C's. It's been the four C's. Nads, what do you reckon? How should we end the, the podcast now? With the moving, four D's. Moving. <laughs> <laughs> the four D's. <laughs> what are the four D's, mate? What are the four D's? Uh, double denim done. Until we find a new ending on the podcast, that's, that's our is. sign off. So enjoy it with the double with the, with the four, four D's, D's of the Cheat Coders podcast. Uh. Double denim don dickheads. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>